You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. This is podcast episode number 203. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, the amazing benefits of CoQ10, the ABCs of motivation, and a workout guide and log from the Fitness Makeover program. Now, if you've joined up on my Facebook page, which is Fit Girl USA, or if you follow me on Twitter, which is Fit Girl, you might have already seen some of these motivational tips. But we're going to go ahead and review them so I can go into a little more detail here on the podcast. Do you ever wonder where you get your motivation from or how do you get motivated? Well, motivation can actually come from many different sources, but the idea behind it is self-improvement. You're usually motivated to do something to improve your situation or yourself. And in this case, motivation can come from both positive and negative sources. Now, you're usually motivated to help yourself develop into either a better person or a better body or more healthy. And there are many different reasons that you might want to change, whether it's your habits or just your focus on current projects, whether it's yourself or something else that you're working on. Now, there does seem to be one consistent motivator, and that's pain. For some reason, pain seems to get us to do things that we wouldn't normally do if we were all happy cherry. And for example, failing grades. That can make a student realize that it's time to change study habits. Humiliation a lot of times pushes people to speak up and either fight for themselves or do something to change whatever is bothering them or or they're being humiliated about so that they are saved the pain from another embarrassment. It could also be a bad experience or a tragic story. It could be a great movie, which sometimes is both painful and maybe sometimes it's just uplifting and or inspiring. And that could also be in forms of a book or a story you read online. So yeah, there's certainly those positive ones. But as you see, there's a lot more motivation rooted in pain. And extreme pain, whether it's emotional or physical, is sometimes the reason why people will initiate that change in order to not have that happen again. So there's countless negatives in the world already. So how do we possibly stay motivated with all of that bombardment of negative and pain and just all this awful stuff? Well, in the next four podcasts, I want to go through a complete A to Z collection of ways to get motivated and stay motivated with a positive twist to them. So this time we're going to start with the beginning of the alphabet, of course, the letters A through F. Now, when you think of the letter A and you're thinking of positive things, maybe you think of the word achieve, achieve your dreams. Now, you could also add the A for avoid negative people, negative 
things, places, people, all of them, avoid them. And there's a great saying that Eleanor Roosevelt once said, and that was, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. So your dreams may come true, they may not, but you know what, as long as you believe in them and you believe that they're worthwhile and they're positive and they're dreams that are going to better you and make yourself happy deep down, they're certainly going to be valuable. So not only do you want to believe in your dreams, believe you can achieve them, and to be honest with you, if you don't achieve them, you're probably going to get pretty close to them anyway, and that's still going to be a great feeling. Now that goes hand in hand with the letter B, and B is believe. Believe in yourself and believe in what you can do because ultimately you're the only one that can do something and other people may think that you're up to a challenge or not and sometimes you have that deep-rooted desire to make the changes happen to get yourself where you want to be so maybe nobody in your family believes that you can run a half marathon but maybe you do and maybe you know that you have the desire to stick to the training to do it because you believe in yourself not because you want to prove them wrong but because you believe in yourself and what you can do and oftentimes I found that I'll listen to the advice of other people on certain things and you know what they're not really understanding the deep passion I might have behind a certain project and they don't really support it or they knock it down but when I stop and say you know what I believe in this I'm really committed to this this is very uh, important to me to get done it ends up being successful and I do end up accomplishing it so believe in yourself and in what you can do now this also they all it's great the way all of them work together because nothing stands alone the next one which is C is consider things on every angle and every aspect so that kind of goes back to that uh, half marathon example let's say you've got a broken foot and you want to run a half marathon next month well that's not going to be realistic so you have to consider everything consider that you need to rehab your foot first and then you can work on your program towards getting to that half marathon and sometimes there are already built-in obstacles to what we want to achieve. So that's the other part of looking at every aspect and every angle. What do you need to do? What's going to be uh, expected of you in your regular life or daily life if you're trying to do something else on the side? And sometimes when you're looking at your daily life and everything that is involved, you realize that maybe your time frame wasn't as realistic as you thought. And looking at every angle of your goal, every aspect, is going to help you with a more realistic expectation. And I think that's why most of the time we don't reach goals on the time frame we want because ultimately we're not 100% realistic. We forget about our daily lives and how things can change and how things can get complicated sometimes too. So be able to understand your lifestyle and the way your dynamics are and make sure you cover every angle and every aspect. Now our next letter is the letter D and this is going to stand for don't give up and don't give in. And I know many times you feel like giving up and you think I've done everything I can and I just forget about it, it's not going to work, whatever, but don't. You know, every time you 
learn something different about what you did. So whether it's something that's positive that worked well for you or something that didn't work well, you still always come away from every experience with a new knowledge of what you can do that might have been a little better and what you can avoid in the future. So looking at something where you maybe don't reach a goal, instead of thinking that it's useless and you should give up, look back and see, okay, what did I do right? Focus on those positives. Now, also, you don't want to give in. Don't give in to the temptation to say, well, that's just me, and I'm just going to be in this kind of shape the rest of my life. Don't give in to that because you can change. You just have to learn what to do, and it takes time. Everybody is the same, and yet everybody's different as far as their backgrounds go and how their body's going to respond to certain things. But in time, your body will respond because exercise does do what it's supposed to do, and so does eating the right foods. It's just probably finding the right combination for you, whether it's in your lifestyle or your schedule or your particular tastes, whatever it is, there is a solution. So don't give up, don't give in. And I think it's really interesting that Thomas Edison failed not only once, not twice, but more than three times before he came up with his invention of the light bulb. So use motivation as your steering guide or your guide through all these different things that are going to happen so that you can come through those ups and downs by learning something new and realizing that you're not going to give up. You're just going to learn what next to do. Now, hopefully you take some notes with these because you might want to put them down on your 3x5 card to say every day or to remind yourself of every day because these are really great tools to keep you motivated. Now, we've got two more to go, and this is the letter E, and this one is enjoy. And I know you've probably heard this before, too. Work as if you don't need the money. Dance as if nobody's watching. Love as if you never cried. And learn as if you'll live forever. And motivation takes place when people are happy. You know, you're not going to be very motivated if you're all gloomy and glum. And if you're self-conscious, forget it. Nobody's looking. Nobody's watching, especially when you're in the gym. I know there's so many people that tell me how self-conscious they are in the gym. And actually, that's one of the reasons why I made the audio workout, so that basically you put it in your headphones. Nobody knows that you're following along with everything I'm telling you to do in the gym. They just, you look like you know what you're doing. But in reality, nobody's watching. Everybody's more concerned about themselves. And once you realize that, it makes going to the gym so much easier because you realize, you know what, nobody's paying attention. Focus on myself, and that's all I need to do. So enjoy what you're doing. Now we come to the letter F, which is family and friends. And I know sometimes they're not always the most supportive people, but They are your life's greatest treasures. And don't lose sight of that. Don't go and give up a family event because you want to get a workout in. You know, you can do a short workout. You can sometimes make them up the next day. Obviously, you don't want to make that a habit because then it's going to throw everything off. But remember what your priorities truly are, your family and your friends. And make sure that you hold them dear and make sure that you focus on them as well as yourself. And maybe even include them in some of your goals, maybe in your walks or maybe in going on a bike ride. You know, all of these things can be worked in. And not only are you going to be able to get your exercise done and enjoy everything, but you're going to have that quality time with family and friends. And that's really what life's all about. And that's really what makes us the most happy.
Now in nutrition, we're going to talk about the amazing benefits of CoQ10. It's also called coenzyme Q10. And as you know, I've worked in and out of nutrition stores with some of my friends that own them. And CoQ10 has always been a popular product for so many different reasons. Now, of course, with any supplement, if you are going to try something, always check with your doctor, pharmacist, um, healthcare provider, whatever, to make sure that there's not going to be any contraindications with any medications that you are taking, because obviously not everything is going to work across the board for everyone. CoQ10 is definitely something that's used in a lot of different populations to get a lot of great effects and a lot of great benefits. So let's talk about what CoQ10 is, and it's an antioxidant. Now, antioxidants are those substances, and they're usually vitamins and minerals, that are very important in fighting against those damaging free radicals. Now, free radicals, although they sound like they'd be good because they're free, they're not. They're very damaging. And free radical damage has actually been linked to heart disease, uh, artery disease, peripheral vascular disease, and so many other things. So we definitely don't want those free radicals, and we don't want them to damage anything. Now, the antioxidants work by binding with those free radical molecules that are also produced naturally in your body through metabolism and energy production. Now, because these antioxidants bind to those free radicals, they don't allow them to do further damage to cells. So it kind of regulates itself, but of course, like anything else, it can get out of hand and might need a little help. Now, CoQ10 is one of those antioxidants that's very important to the function of the heart muscle. It's produced by the body, and it's necessary for basic functioning of many cells. Now, researchers believe that these levels will actually decrease with age. Okay, so chalk that up to another wonderful benefit of aging, that your CoQ10 is going to drop naturally, and that's not necessarily a good thing. Now, researchers also found that the CoQ10 levels are very low in people of chronic diseases, such as heart disease, muscular dystrophy, cancer, diabetes, Parkinson's disease. So you can see that a lot of this is involved with some major health problems. And certainly since CoQ10 is one of those things that is very healthy for so many aspects, it might be something that you could need to supplement. And of course, check with your doctor first. But anyways, let's talk about some of these benefits and let's talk about the CoQ10. It actually was discovered in 1957, which, you know, when you think about it, isn't that long ago. Maybe for some of us, it wasn't that long ago. But in the realm of things being discovered, you know, you think of all these vitamins and minerals as being known for almost ever. Now, it was found to be beneficial in a whole lot of different health problems. Almost every cell in your human body contains CoQ10. The majority of it is actually stored in the mitochondria of your cells where your energy is produced. Now, because your heart and liver contain the most mitochondria per cell, that's where the greatest amount of CoQ10 is going to be. Now, we also know how important the heart and your liver is to proper function of almost everything in your body. So we have a really important aspect here to consider when it comes to taking supplements. Now, let's go ahead and talk about some of the benefits for some of the different diseases or conditions, I should say, that um, low CoQ10 is common with, or I should say that CoQ10 can help. Now, periodontal disease is actually one condition which it appears to help significantly. 
Now this disease has also been linked to a deficiency in CoQ10, so of course that goes hand in hand. Now there's a, so much research on this particular supplement, it's really great to kind of read through everything that it can do. Researchers did a double-blind study and found that people with periodontal disease who were given supplementation in CoQ10 achieved better results than those given a placebo. Now another condition that it shouldn't come as any surprise is helped by CoQ10 is congestive heart failure. So when people are suffering from that, they often supplement with the CoQ10. Now in congestive heart failure, the heart is unable to pump efficiently and it slows down the amount of blood to and from your lungs to the rest of the body. Now luckily, your body has some temporary solutions to maintain the pumping power of your heart. It can actually enlarge the heart, it can beat faster, or the ventricular walls can become thicker. Now CoQ10 allows the body to more effectively produce power and energy so that the heart can work more efficiently. This way the heart doesn't have to revert to those dangerous temporary solutions. Another condition is Parkinson's disease. And actual early studies with the CoQ10 with people that have Parkinson's disease have all been positive. And that's a very strong statement there because, you know, a lot of times they don't want to let anything out that's positive, even if it's just minimal. Now, the theory is that the CoQ10 can actually slow down the rate of functional decline in individuals who are suffering from Parkinson's disease. And I'm sure if you know anybody that has that, you know, any little bit definitely helps a lot. Now in previous studies, researchers have found that people who suffered from Parkinson's had reduced levels of CoQ10 and that this substance can protect the area of the brain that's actually damaged in Parkinson's disease. So especially if you're an older person with Parkinson's, obviously that's a double whammy on the CoQ10. So that type of study is certainly beneficial to somebody that has that disease. Now there's a few more major conditions that I want to go over because I think they're very important because a lot of people deal with this. And it's, I don't think it's real surprising that blood pressure is another one of the things that can be benefited by CoQ10. And again, studies are backing this up. And there have been smaller studies, but still, they're there anyway, that suggest that supplements with CoQ10 or supplementing CoQ10 can lower your blood pressure. Now, the research found that it took anywhere from 4 to 12 weeks before they saw the beneficial effect. So it's certainly not a quick fix thing, but again, something that might be added as part of your other supplementation, meaning your medications, and of course, talk to your doctor about that because there seems to be so many benefits to CoQ10. Now, another very rampant problem is diabetes. And research has definitely been done to show that CoQ10 helps with blood sugar levels. And in some of these studies, the people with diabetes took about 200 milligrams twice a day and showed no hypoglycemic response. So it's also been shown to affect the sudden and dramatic drop in blood sugar, which can be very dangerous to a diabetic. And like I said, that goes back to the whole blood sugar regulation, which not only is important for people with diabetes, but people that want to lose weight because it's those blood sugar levels that can get messed up, that can make you crave things, and also forces your body to hold on to fat. Now, the last one condition we're going to cover, it's not really a condition, it's something that I think has affected everybody in the world, and that's cancer 
and chemotherapy. Now, of course, a lot of times they go hand in hand anyway. But there's been studies that have suggested that CoQ10 can help prevent some of the heart damage that's done to people that are undergoing chemotherapy using certain medications. Now, if you've ever known anybody that's gone through chemotherapy, it's almost like they're getting killed first. So anything that can help keep them strong is going to be very important. And a lot of times doctors don't know this much about these different supplements or these different studies. There's only so much that they can know. So doing your own research and seeing if something like this might be appropriate for you or a loved one and bringing it to the attention of a doctor is going to be definitely most helpful and definitely be able to facilitate a dialogue between the doctor and yourself on what the right treatment would be or what can help. Now there were actually studies of women who have breast cancer that also suggested that in addition to the regular treatments, CoQ10 may have helped shrink tumors and reduce pain associated with the condition. Now, they can't 100% say that the CoQ10 did everything, but they said probably because CoQ10 was combined with other antioxidants like vitamin C and vitamin E and selenium, that it was very helpful. So it's all working in conjunction. And again, supplementation is something that a lot of doctors don't know about. So if you know somebody that's going through cancer treatment, again, things to look up and things to research and suggest. Because like anything else, if it's going to help them rebuild and recover, it's going to be good. And not only is it good for somebody who is, is sick or fighting disease, but it's also going to be good for a person who's trying to gain that lean muscle so that their body gets smaller and their metabolism increases. Now, believe it or not, there's actually even more clinical studies that suggest CoQ10 can benefit treatment and be used in conjunction with things such as Alzheimer's disease, stroke, boosting athletic performance, um, enhancing the physical activity in people who have chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, also improving the exercise tolerance in those who have muscular dystrophy. So very major diseases that can be helped with the CoQ10 and there's actually studies being done more and more that are proving that. Now, you might be wondering, well, if I don't take CoQ10 in a pill, how do I get it? Well, CoQ10 is primarily found in fish and meat. And of course, if you're trying to gain that, that lean muscle, not the one that you see, not the bulkiness, but the type that's going to impact your metabolism, you are eating fish and meat. So you definitely got to keep those proteins in you. Now, while your body actually produces some of your own CoQ10, the rest of it needs to be synthesized from the foods you eat or from a supplement. Now, the highest amount of CoQ10 is found in sardines and mackerel. I don't know about you, but I don't find myself eating that too often. The richest sources of vegetable CoQ10 are actually found in spinach, broccoli, peanuts, and whole grains. So obviously, if we're going for our dark greens, we're pretty good. Now, in order to get the benefits from the vegetables, you definitely want to make sure they're raw or fresh and unprocessed. But I think that's kind of a given seeing that, you know, we're into eating healthy. Now, what can cause deficiencies besides age? Well, it can become deficient when people take different medications, especially medications to uh, lower cholesterol or to reduce blood sugar. 
So both of those can inhibit the production of your CoQ10 and can cause some dangerous complications unless you supplement to get everything back on track. So again, if you are taking statin drugs to lower cholesterol or um, oral hypoglycemic drugs to reduce blood sugar, those are things that you're going to want to talk to your doctor about because it could probably help you. Now, like anything else, if something is strong and powerful, it's going to have some side effects. Now, there are possible drug interactions and side effects with CoQ10, and that's definitely why you have to check with your doctor, because even if something works, it's great, but it might not be right for you depending on what your health history is. So don't ever take anything blindly. Always do some research, check with your doctor, and make an informed decision. Now, some of the drugs that are known to have side effects with CoQ10 include several different types of chemotherapy medication, blood pressure lowering medication, um, blood thinning medications, and beta blockers. So if you're on any one of those, I mean, you're, that's definitely a huge red flag to say, hey, wait, don't jump into this, and you really shouldn't anyway. Um, talk to your doctor and see what you need to do. So now that you know more about CoQ10 and all of the wonderful benefits it has, take a look at your supplements, your multivitamins, and see if there's any in there. And then maybe do a little more research and see if it's something that you should be taking too. Now in our training section, I have a copy of one of the workouts for the Fitness Makeover program. So if you go over to the blog, which is fitgirlguide.blogspot.com, you will find a PDF there that you can download and print out. And this is actually just one of the cycles. This is cycle number 14. And in this particular cycle, you're doing a full body workout. It's a full body and core. So it is dealing with a lot of uh, exercises that are a little bit different. And you may or may not be able to have all the equipment, but you can definitely make some substitutions. Basically, if you have a, a ball and a band and you're all set, but of course dumbbells would help and if you have a BOSU, that's great too, or access to any of these. So just to kind of give you a little preview, uh, the printout has the whole log on it and it also has photos of the exercise, the start and finish point, so that you have at least a little bit of a guide there. Um, you can also go online and you can get the actual videos to review, a couple second clips on uh, physicalfitnet.com. So the exercises start out with the backward dumbbell lunge with the row with neutral grip. <laughs> Sounds easy enough, but you know, when you see the picture, it's not so crazy. It's just a backwards lunge, and once you get in that position, you're doing a row, and then you're coming back up. Now, the great thing about that is you're pressing your heel into the floor of your base leg the whole time. So not only are you getting your glutes and your legs to work, but you're also getting the abdominals and your back to work, too. After that, you go on to the dumbbell fly on the stability ball. Now, on the stability ball, whenever you're doing something flat, your head should be completely comfortable on that ball. And your hips should be up high in that plank position. So basically, your whole body has become the table or the bench that you would be working on. And again, make sure your head is comfortable because it should not hurt. The next exercise goes on to a dumbbell squat with a shoulder press. So squatting and pressing at the same time, not only are you using your whole body, but you're getting a lot of the core section as well, the abdominals and the low back. Now, the next one is the dumbbell step up with a bicep curl. Now, if you have a BOSU, great. You can use it for this one. That's how it's shown on this particular workout, but you don't have to. If you don't have access to one, then a step 
or a bench that's kind of low to medium will work just as well. It's just focusing on driving yourself up through the glutes, pushing your heel into that platform, and doing your bicep curl at the same time because you have a stability factor there with the one leg. And then the only simple one, or I should say uh, normal exercise, is the last one, which is your overhead tricep extension, preferably with a rope. It's a little bit easier to do that way. Now, as you can see, there's no abdominal work. You don't need it. You're getting so much core and abdominal work in each one of these exercises. You don't need it. And keep in mind, this is also part of the full program. So this is the, the four, cycle number 14 means you've already gone through so many workouts. And the workouts can vary from being uh, body part workouts or maybe two body parts going three times a week, four times a week. But it, it all has a reason and a cycle to it so that you do one thing for anywhere from two to four weeks before you change to another one. Now on the printout you'll also see the recommendations for how often to do the workout, how many sets, how many reps, how much rest, everything. Because when you're doing the fitness makeover program nothing is left to chance. All of the instructions are there. You take them with you to the gym or you take them to wherever you work out. You record what you're doing and you can see your progress as you go. So it's pretty basic. I mean, if you don't want to have to think about your workout, that's the way to go. And if you want to have really, really effective workouts and you can give yourself that little push every now and then, then that's also the way you want to go. So anyways, get over to fitgirlguide.blogspot.com and download that. And you'll see it as the Fitness Makeover Cycle 14 Full Body Core. And there you go. And let me know how you like that workout. I think it's a really fun one because it combines so many things. It really boosts up the metabolism. You'll be burning calories like crazy because you're not going to rest very much in between sets. And if you're real wacko like I am, you might want to superset some of the exercises too. Also great if you're short on time. So anyways, get there, do the workout, and then hit me up on the uh, Facebook Fit Girl USA or Twitter at Fit Girl and let me know what you think. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.